0: What's up, listeners? Thanks for joining us. Welcome back to Not Just a Phase. Today we get to talk Screamo with a Screamo label again. Our debut episode, we interviewed the Davids from Zegama Beach Record, and we were quite honored to have talked with what Scrams fans you know, I once saw on Reddit considered to be one of the four major labels within the Scrams game. Today we get to speak with another one of those legendary labels. Today's guest is Larry from Larry Records. <laughs> this dude plays in Peak. Uh, he's clocking in here with an amazing three millimeter outer sleeves, the thickest sleeves in the game. <laughs> the dude's <laughs> label releases are always amazing and well-protected on their way to your home. And aside of being down with the thickness, Larry is also the most handsome bald dude in the Scrams game, <laughs> as voted by Scrams Magazine monthly subscribers. Now, when Larry's not releasing great Scrams, he's helping write it with Peak, or he's doing some very professional posting with hilarious memes online. And in between all of this chaos, he makes time to pet his cats and help to shape the youth of today's mind with his career as a teacher in social studies and special education. Larry, thanks so much for coming on the show, man. How are you doing today?
1: Hey, what's going on, Rob? (laughs) Uh, Thanks for the intro. That was great. (laughs) Forgot you were going to say all that stuff, but uh, good stuff. Great. Proud to be here, man.
0: Cool, man. Yeah, you're laughing. fucked me up. I couldn't... uh... (laughs) Couldn't sorry I was
1: with. trying to keep quiet but it's hilarious
0: <laughs> Yeah, it's probably one of the silliest intros I've written so oh, uh, That's great. well congrats on your recent marriage uh, first one thank you thank you so much
1: yeah it's first been one, a yeah. wild summer dude yeah first marriage
0: oh good I hear those are the magical ones yeah yeah right <laughs> uh, it's
1: been a wild summer dude I had like two floods in my house uh, got married oh. moved went to Hawaii I'm a honeymoon it was but and released a lot of good shit yeah so
0: jesus that does sound busy that does yeah sound dude busy. but it's over so it's yeah, that all good. good that is good i am was trying to time this a little better but it doesn't seem to be working out here i did manage to get us a, a nice co-host here today to chat with you okay surprise co-host <laughs> yes if you ever fucking gets back in fine i'm just gonna start off so i'm a broken record i usually start this uh show the same way every time because i'm usually curious about origin stories like yeah can you recall how you first got introduced into punk rock music or oh my god any
1: underground punk rock rock. yeah Yeah. Uh, I'm guessing that's where it started right yeah yeah pretty much maybe maybe it started in rap music more but you know same thing underground like you said Uh, it's interesting right so I'm from New York I grew up here obviously I'm from here my dad is a Jewish Russian guy my mom is Puerto Rican so and I grew up mostly in like a white Jewish neighborhood in Long Island so like You know, like the little underground stuff It would be when I go to my Puerto Rican side of my family's house in the Bronx and listen to like Biggie or something. And, you know, in Long Island, like you couldn't know parental advisory on the CDs, nothing like it was real kosher over here, you could say. But, you know, I'd sneak over my other side of my family's house and listen to like the most derelict hood rat, rat, you know, rap music and just loved it. So it really connected, you know, underground themes like Wu-Tang and stuff, especially growing up. And, you know, that got me into underground rap music for sure. And then I don't know about punk rock. I mean, like, it just feels like it's always been there, (laughs) you know, in my life. Uh, I'm 33, so I remember listening to, like, the Offspring and Green Day and all that, like, Dookie when it came out. I must have been, like, five years old and just floored, you know, by the drums. The bass especially loves just, like, the sounds of the instruments. Always really spoke to me, I guess. You know, the, the musicality about it. Love lyrics too, obviously. Love the vocals, the screaming shit, all that garbage. But to me, it's all about like the drums and the bass really, you know, talk to me, I guess.
0: And this is why I don't do video pods. I uh, <laughs> This didn't time out so well, but the special co-host is David Norris
2: from Zagabub Beat Records. Really?
0: Oh, shit. What's up, dude? <laughs> Yo, what's up, Dave? <laughs> can you guys hear me okay?
1: Yo, what's up, dog? Yeah, you can do I can hear job. you and I can see you. Let me...
0: Yeah, that's good. Just leering in there in the the screens.
3: (laughs) Uh, How's it going, Eric? Or are we calling you Larry? Where where are we at right now?
1: (laughs) I don't (laughs) care. It doesn't matter. So my first name really is Eric, for those who are confused, I guess, listening. Because many people don't know that. But yeah, my name is Eric and my middle name is Lawrence. So making fun of me. Yeah, right. (laughs) And then people making fun of me will call me like, Larry, Hey, Larry. And I just, it's so stupid, you know. Just like
0: myself no kidding so that's the folklore right
1: yeah I guess
0: (laughs) what did I miss oh just my usual bullshit how'd you get into punk rock and Larry basically said uh, he was more into rap than punk rock to be honest (laughs)
1: yeah growing up as a little kid for sure yeah
0: and that's where the 187 comes in I'm sure right yes exactly from like the old Snoop Dogg Dr. Trey stuff (laughs) exactly do you know like can you think of the first time you heard like screamo music
1: I can tell you the exact time that I heard Screamo music. So, like, in my teens and all that, I was uh, heavy into, like, metal stuff. I was one of those, like, tough guy metal kids. I even thought, like, Converge was for wimps back then, you know? Like, I would even say that was emo. when I, You know, back when you were, like, a kid, I was stupid. And, you know, David knows him, obviously. Greg from PTP, he was like, Oh, man, you got to hear Screamo, and I don't want to hear that shit. Like, I was totally like, this is whack. I don't even give a shit. But then he sent me, um, what was it? Like Union of Uranus, or One I Got Prophecy, one of those, Think they're the same band, right? But um, one of those two bands, and he sent it to me, man, I was floored, like, it was just so sick. And then ever since then, I was just really into Screamo. I used to play in uh, death metal bands and stuff when I was younger, on drums. And that's what really got me to Screamo, you know, playing in bands and stuff. (laughs)
0: about running your own label
1: oh my god the best part yeah the best part is that my bands always get put out <laughs> for sure <laughs> for sure like you know like i don't know have you ever been in a band before anything
0: yeah i've played in a few bands yeah
1: okay so you like for me like as a nervous person always like that's one of the worst but oh my god are they gonna like the music Are people gonna want to put it out I, I love physical media like clearly I'm, like, obsessed. I'm, like, addicted to collecting physical shit. So for me, I always feel like it has to happen for my stuff. Anything I record, like, has to be on physical. I don't know. So definitely putting it out feels great. Also, like, um, at this point, like, it's awesome because, not to say, like, I'm big. I mean, I still scream on music and stuff. But now, like, bands are hitting me up, which is really cool. Instead of the past, I used to have to, like, viciously email and harass people come on let me put out that fucking tape dude like in 2013 please now like people are asking me which is great it's like it's like an honor i would say honestly
0: that's awesome yeah i think i've been harassing you to do this show for i don't know like six seven months now <laughs> yeah. since we started like, larry come on you're like i don't know man i don't really do press i'm like we're not press. come on just talk
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i was a little uncomfortable at first you know only because i haven't done this before and that's in, like you obviously yeah. or The I show say, for-
0: yeah have you done podcasts at all like any never
1: like I mean interviews. I've never I mean I've listened to podcasts but I've never no nothing. you done some reviews like, though? Or? Nothing dude nothing. Oh cool. cool. So what, I guess this would be the
0: first. What kind of podcasts do you listen to?
1: Um, I'm a history teacher like you mentioned in the beginning. A lot of war shit. War podcasts. God that's uh, exciting. Yeah it is for me. <laughs> it is for me man. There was like a 300 part Rome podcast I listened to Mike Duncan. It's really good. Uh, if anybody likes history podcasts, like Dan Carlin, he's another guy. Like you probably never heard of these fuckers, but the, these are just like history guys talking about war and stuff. It's it's always what interests me. And um, sorry, there was one and one more I listened to. Oh, Worst gig ever it was a really good podcast. It's with one of the guys from Orchid oh, was yeah. in it, like the bass player. It's really awesome. It's old, it's old, but
2: they I'll interview like
1: yeah, they interview the guy from uh, Youth Attack Records and shit. Cool. like the worst show he ever played it's so it's so fun
0: cool yeah so what's the worst part about writing your own label yeah the worst
1: part for me is like probably the shipping of the records it sounds so stupid but the shipping of the records man is brutal like mm-hmm. i'm i'm an old guy like i keep saying so like i just like handwrite all the labels i don't use stamps.com or anything like Jeez. people probably don't know what i'm saying but it, 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 people usually use like a website right to print all their shit out and then you just drop it off at the post office i like have to handwrite everything and it's it's a hassle but well, but it's but it's worth it you don't have to handwrite everything <laughs> yeah you're right i don't have to but i refuse to change maybe one day you'll get that nice shiny sticker on the packages
0: <laughs> well my uh my co-host sometimes hops on with me uh by his name's dalton he can't be here for this episode today He's oh gonna- or- He's got a very romantic date with a six-pack in some mountains. So that's, <laughs> that's what he does. But he wanted me to ask you a few questions on his band. Yeah. yeah. So what yeah. was uh what was your first release for Larry Records? Okay,
1: my first release was a Nehru tape by, just Band Nehru, obviously. They're one of these like key bands that I started in the beginning, I would say. It was like these Midwest bands. I think they might be from Michigan or Indiana, you know, something like that. And then just like, amazing music they all wrote in like 2010 to 2013 all these bands honestly and nobody put any of that shit out like and I was obsessed like this them obviously Nehru this band Ice Hockey Yusuke is another band I put out it's like all my old old early tapes and that shit man is just like the best (laughs) to me it's so lo-fi and just like raw it's it's killer so that was my first release
0: how did how did you do that release? like what was the process like for that as a new label? how did it all come together?
1: well you know I've always been a fan of uh, Screamo stuff you know specifically like packaging I love you know emo records, the silk screening and the the garbage packaging you know like all this weird handmade stuff that people use so I've been really into you know I wanted to do that so I, I had a friend make like a cutout of the band's name Nehru and I spray painted it on like some cardboard cases you know and just like something like that that was my first tape my second tape was a peak tape and it was in like a pink baggie you know like stupid shit like that that i just really wanted to get out there i it's funny too because when i first started i said to myself i would never even make uh tapes in like jewel cases like plastic cases i always said it was going to be like super diy crazy forever but yeah now like it's a little different but i try to keep it real
0: that faded quick eh? (laughs) yeah no this is getting time consuming like
1: especially it used to be like five. i used to make like five ten tapes like when i first started three years ago now it's like 50 100 whatever
0: i was gonna say you're doing 100 runs now right
1: yeah now dude now i'm just doing like records and lathes really and like it's much more simpler to put together like you know you just uh type it in on the computer and you get it back
0: the the lathes are simpler to put.
1: Yeah, the lathes definitely are easier to put together than tapes. Same thing, and the lathes too. There's only like twenty. I only right. put out like because they cost so much to make individually. That's the people always message me. Can you make more lathes? Can you make more lathes? Like, dude, they cost me ten to twelve dollars a piece. You know, and I'm only charging fifteen. So, you know, not to be all money about it, but it's just it's very difficult to like make fifty, hundred runs. It would cost a thousand dollars
0: plus. Wait, so you're, you're not getting rich off the Scrams game? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> Believe it or not, there's not a lot of money in the Scrams game. But, uh, I mean, you could if you wanted to, I guess. But I love putting it back. You know, I mean, you see, every month I'm putting out, like, three or four fucking records at this point. Yeah. Like, that's just from putting the money all back. Like, I just love this shit.
0: Yeah, you've been busy, man, for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, got a lot of good stuff coming out to you in the future. Haven't talked about it yet. Yeah. Is there Secret anything- stuff.
0: I was going to say, is there anything you can let us in on anything at all? Oh man. Any, teas? Any teasers? No, I can't. Yeah. I can't.
1: <laughs> Only because you know what it is for me, the packaging like really yeah. sells it, you know, like all the stupid shit that it comes with. Yeah. You got to see it. But there is a song that I think I, I sent to you for this, that 44 caliber song. Mm-hmm. There's a bank 44 caliber love letter. That's a new song.
0: Oh really? They've been on the show.
1: Oh really? Yeah. A, they're hilarious, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> so much energy in those kids, man. <laughs> <laughs> They're great Cool yeah we'll be playing that then That's cool
2: World Dash runs by Everything
1: yeah that's a new song but yeah i can't tell you it's new, but um uh, i guess peak recording an album soon that's new that's exciting yeah it should be exciting uh no split this time no no <laughs> that's an actual peak album <laughs> an actual i guess it will be an album yeah it'll be an lp i guess
0: technically <laughs>
1: it's only eight songs but
0: and i'm guessing that's coming out on larry records <laughs> yes <laughs>
1: believe it or not and is any, maybe i'll ask, is I'll else ask putting another label. yeah i'll ask another label but i don't know yet I want to wait till it's recorded. You know, like you gotta, you gotta hear it first before you hit them up. Gotta, gotta woo them.
0: That's true. That's true. That's true. So, uh, what's your favorite release been so far? For my label, well,
1: yes. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was just thinking like ever. It's been a lot of good releases out there Uh,
0: for Larry Records. For me,
1: man, definitely uh, Spirit of Versailles record. Probably just because it's like my fucking dream, man. To put them out, they're one of like the first real crazy-ass screamo bands i got into i've been obsessed with them since i first got into screamo which was like 2010 right so like it was huge to work with them it was awesome so i put that out it's almost sold out too like i can't believe it like selling 300 records is like insane
0: oh you did 300 of them eh? <laughs> yeah
1: dude, 300 records these are huge press the biggest that's i've a, ever done by
0: that's far. a lot for screamo jesus christ it is
1: but you know like people like the band and i love them so like i don't even care it's what the band wanted too so like I'll do whatever, whatever any band wants. Honestly, if, you know, if I like them enough. Yeah.
2: Perfect. So
1: that definitely was a huge one for me. And then maybe like the peak split LP, just because it was like a wax mage. You which, know, like which it's one? Like the peak peak split LP with Apostles of Eris. Oh yeah, okay, the one, yeah. yeah, that one because like, you know, it's a beautiful record, like the wax mage and all that. It's so cool. Nice.
0: So uh, what's your favorite Screamo label that isn't Larry Records?
1: <laughs> that isn't me? See, yeah. I would love to. I mean, it's obviously ZBR. Yeah. like They've just been the fucking kinks from the beginning. They put out my other band that I used to be in. Like I mentioned to Dave, People's Temple Project.
2: Mm-hmm. They
1: put out a split seven-inch from us back in like 2011, 2012. Like, I don't even remember. It was so long ago. And it's, Dave's just the man. Like what kind of label could get to that level, honestly, and just put out bands that they like?
2: Yeah. like you know what i mean they don't
1: even care about it. people like them or not oh it's gonna sell they're not gonna sell? they're just like the kings man
0: <laughs> we like this it's getting put out right like yeah
1: it's getting put out boom i don't care if you never heard of this band who cares 300 records bang like the best but maybe so, historically like who would be the best label i could tell you
0: yeah i was gonna say no what's your favorite non screamo label because i know you fuck with more than just screamo obviously
1: oh yeah definitely uh there's a there's a metal label called 20 bucks spin records i don't know if you ever heard of them they put out like it's, it's a death metal label so like they put out mostly obviously death metal shit like two mold and stuff like that some newer bands uh like horror movie themed death metal bands but they just have really cool packaging too and their prices are really great and they're just consistent they just crush it for sure
0: you're all about that packaging eh <laughs>
1: <laughs> well packaging and like the cool colors and the, the music is amazing too obviously they put out, like, the best new death metal bands, in my opinion.
0: I don't, I don't fuck with death metal. Uh, I know. Nobody
1: listening to this shit would probably, like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, I didn't, but, expect, didn't expect that from you. But definitely, yeah, I don't know, eclectic, eclectically music. Musically. I like a lot of music. <laughs> Let's
0: see if his audio is working this time.
1: What, Dave's back?
0: Yeah. He's trying Yo. to said he'd do something with his audio. So if it doesn't work, he'll just bail, I'll just cut it out, but be a boner killer. I was hoping he I know, it'd be sick. Yeah. <laughs> He's always fun time to chat with. Dave. What the fuck is going on, man?
1: I guess nothing. Bad internet up there in Canada. <laughs>
0: I'm oh, in Canada too, Larry.
1: Jesus, I know. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> any kind of dig I can get, okay?
0: Why, why did you think, why did you call me, you thought I'd be like from Pennsylvania? I like, don't know. Why? I swear to God. <laughs> what, just... what about me comes off as being A American, <laughs> B from Pennsylvania? I, don't even I just assumed America.
1: I did because I listened to, the second you said you were Canadian, I was like, no fucking way. I threw on the podcast and the, to listen to your accent, you don't really have
0: any. No, You're not I like David. Imagine. Yeah, Dave. has got a bit of an accent.
1: He's like, "Oh, what's this? A boot? <laughs> <And> shit!" But <laughs> yo, cut that. You gotta cut that out. Okay, I don't want. <laughs> you don't to want that out. one on. From <laughs> Canadian? No, okay. You can say honestly. You can put on. Anything. <laughs> yeah, he's, a
0: love, north. he's a little. I love. He's a little. I love
1: Canada. North. I love, especially Canadian. Scream out to me is like the fucking best.
0: Yeah, we got some good ones.
1: Like, <sighs> dude, the best.
2: Okay, I don't so what's up, there? Dave?
0: Oh, there we go. Connecting to audio. David, give me a fucking mic check, buddy.
3: Uh, there's your mic check. Hey! Perfect.
0: Perfect.
3: I just uh, forego the video just in case it uh, fucks with the computer.
0: Yeah, maybe it's your uh, Wi-Fi up there. Eh? The Wi-Fi. Yeah, I'm not
3: plugged in up here. Uh, downstairs, I have wire, but that's irrelevant to this podcast. Continue. No,
0: absolutely. No, I'll edit that out. No Good, worries. Dave. You just got mentioned as Larry's favorite screamo label, so good timing to come back there.
3: I, I it's funny to think back to like when we were on tour, I'm like hey, here's the new Zampler and stuff. I'm like I made so many of these, <laughs> take ten, take twenty, just take. <laughs> um, I remember those were some dark days for ZBR back then. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, um, but also amazing days because that you know led to us meeting and all of this kind of stuff. So uh definitely worth uh holding out so no i people have asked me recently well not really uh just like what label to check out or whatever and larry is always at the top i think larry uh and matt are both uh, uh at least in the u.s they're gonna be the big two screamo labels and if they're not already like the big two they're gonna be the big two very soon
0: like I oh, said, I saw on a, on a Scream, I think it was a Screamo community on Reddit, someone was talking about the top four. And there was ZBR, Larry Records, Dog Nights, and Middleman being claimed as the top four.
3: Nice. Nice. It it switches. Like it totally depends on what country you're talking to. Because if you're talking to Europeans, that's going to switch uh, drastically. <laughs> I'm right. sure. Yeah, there's
1: a, there's a <laughs> lot of good Canadian labels out there, right? Honestly. Yeah, like true. So.
3: Yeah. Nate's, Nate's label. No uh, out here. Yeah. What's the. Uh, is it Maxime? Who runs uh, uh, La Rabat Joy Disc?
1: Maxime is his name? Okay, yeah. Maxime, then, I don't know. It's, he's a French Canadian. Yeah, and
3: they got La Blast
1: from Gabe. Oh, the best. So He was, like, honestly a huge inspiration to me His La Blast Records. they oh, get, like, yeah. zero fucking credit, but Gabe is, like, a visionary with the packaging, with the craziest shit you've ever seen.
2: Like you the and king.
1: the
0: packaging, man. It's a
3: huge
1: thing, obviously. <laughs> he's the king
0: for- of packaging to you, then? <laughs>
3: Yes, I would give him the crown.
0: No
3: shit. i put him up there, too. I mean, uh, the amount of low run, every single one is unique. A lot of effort goes into every tape. There's no... Yeah, Larry's going to yeah, show. Yeah, I got one right here, dude. Yeah.
1: Look at this shit. Hand-sewn, like a little bag and stuff. Like, this is crazy. Painted, like the cover. Unbelievable, this guy. God, yeah. Yeah, it's cool.
3: Not to mention, they play in some ridiculous bands or have played and do play i'm not sure if they yeah. already
1: mentioned i can't that. even pronounce the name of the band but abdml amazing <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> and Camiovere, Verre, oh man Camio Verre. Yeah, i can't pronounce
1: that either but that one also very good
0: i'm starting to we, we played too. with
3: them back in the day with yeah, them and please. ultimate screamo band they toured the u.s oh oh yeah did did you play the same oh you played the night after because Camiovere very and ultimate screamo band played zbr fest the night before you did yeah, we were there. Oh, you were there for the whole thing? We were okay. there for the
1: whole thing, man. Come
3: on. That was like a party weekend. It was amazing.
1: <laughs> CBR Fest? I don't remember half of it. <laughs> um, it was
3: a good times. It was. Uh, but yes, uh, LeBlast and Gabriel, uh, fantastic at what they do.
0: Cool. Well, I got a question I guess could be for both of you. How the hell do you guys find time to be in a band and manage an entire record label and be married? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Married to the Scrams uh, game, the bands, your partners. Well, like, Dave's even worse. He's got kids, man. How's that fucking possible? I have no idea. That's what I'm asking. Where do you guys find the time to do this? Seriously.
3: Uh Dave know? go first for sure. <laughs> we both just unload <laughs> person. Yeah, right. <sighs> uh okay. Uh it's increased over time. So I th- I think for Larry, he kind of started off and was like, Oh, I'm selling out of stuff right away. So there's a lot more work that he's had to do from the get-go where I didn't have to do a whole lot. I would have like one or two orders a month. So that kind of investment was n- not a whole lot. It was just like, Oh, I'm just going to post on my blog all the time. And that was also before I had kids. Uh, so it's changed over changed over time to the point where now I kind of only have time after the kids go to bed, uh, Except I quit my job recently, so I do try to carve out time during the day to, you know, do a bunch of tapes. Wait, or... you're not
0: doing the post office?
3: No, I was Are you still getting that discount. I I don't get any discount at the post office. Oh fuck,
0: them. that's weird. So
3: well, technically, I didn't work for the post office. I worked for like the pharmacy store that the post office was located in. So, uh, mm. um, but yeah, so uh it's changed for me over time to the point where I've had to shuffle a lot of stuff around. Uh, But I don't, I mean like this is my hobby and I don't know anyone where I live. So I don't have (laughs) social interactions and there's no more shows. So I don't go on the ferry anymore and go to see my friends in Vancouver anymore. So it's just, it's literally like I take care of my kids, hang out with my wife. And then I just do the label for the entire rest of my existence right now. Probably a little bit wow, for, for Eric.
2: <laughs> wow.
3: <laughs> no, I'll, honestly, I can, I can
1: relate a lot. Um, you know, I, I do have a full-time job and stuff. Don't have the kids. But you do it when you can. Like, honestly, as much free time as I possibly can. Anytime I got an hour, I'll squeeze out some tapes to duplicate or something. I don't know. I do a lot of duplication at home, too, for my cassettes. Uh, I'm also off over the summer because I'm a school teacher. So... Usually, over the summer, I try to have, like, an explosion of releases, you know? Like, I try to time it out so I can, like, really get stuff going over the summer. But this summer, I kind of got fucked because of the floods. I had two floods in my apartment. But, and also same as Dave, I have, like, no social life. <laughs> so, like, Saturdays and Sundays, like, I'm just going ham on the, <laughs> on the releases.
0: So, it helps to have no social life. Is that? <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, I also play guitar and I'm in a band. So, like, yeah, I really have no social life. I'm just practicing my guitar or a lot of time I'm packaging stuff. I'm watching a movie or listening to a podcast, you know. Right, right. Multitasking stuff.
3: Just getting it done. So, yeah, we got some talk- difference Oh, sorry. You know, go, go, go ahead.
0: All right. Sorry. Yeah. I want to talk about some of the new releases quick there, Larry. Uh, you just yeah. did To Be Gentle, we just had them on the pod. Uh, yeah your episode comes out maybe a couple weeks ago that's a cool looking repress there the pink vinyl and you're doing a vinyl pressing one of the guys who helps me run not just a face is in uh i'm gonna say this wrong retratos <laughs> okay that's what you're doing with miss oh yeah,
1: yeah yeah yeah. that's awesome yeah. i yeah, didn't so know that
0: yeah 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 he's uh, he writes the theme songs and helps edit and he's been on the show to talk with uh, some bands we've had on and stuff I'm so pretty hyped about that. No, Fernando, Fernando. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's Dalton. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Dal- Dalton's been back, uh, back doing musical things. I can't say what yet, but when that happens, he'll be talking about it. I'm sure. So that's pretty cool. Keep an eye out for that stuff.
1: Cool. So yeah, I got like, dude, lathes coming out my ass. <laughs> like, I got so many lathes coming out in the future. So that yeah, one yeah. especially is going to be great.
0: You yeah, got anything you want a promo or what? Yeah, what can uh, you reveal?
1: Yeah, said man. <laughs> I got like nothing. Like I said, a lot of it is about the packaging for sure. But also like, I don't know. I didn't ask any. I feel, I would feel bad saying it, you know, without a band's permission too, especially like I'm the one stopping them from revealing it most of the time. You know, the bands are like, oh, we recorded this. And I'm like, yo, you got to wait at least yeah. six months till the records are in, you know? And so I got
3: nothing to reveal, man. You can talk about ours if you want. 'Cause technically this a song's been released on the Zampler already. So I think Larry, I think Larry's doing the tape for or helping release the tape for apostles and incarcia? Is that Am so I? I didn't know I didn't know that. I, <laughs> I asked you if you that. wanted to. <laughs> and you said, Yeah, I want anything apostles. Exactly. I was I just about you. to say the same thing. I was about to say anything apostles, I'll put it out. <laughs> I don't give a shit. And then I showed you Incarcia and you were like, Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well I'm I'm definitely down for that uh so like a song's already been released on the zampler uh from apostles and it'll just be a tape and yeah you can take however many you want there you go so that's new um i put out a new york city
1: comp like a year ago for like you know scream romance from the city there's a band on it called aspartame i'm putting out their tape soon and it is awesome it sounds like rain
3: they're on the six way right tape that you put out
1: it was not what um they were on this the New York City comp effect, yeah 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 NYC screams or whatever yeah yeah was that was awesome I'd never
3: heard them before
1: dude I got dope to hear they that. got a lot coming out they got a uh, tape so like I'm doing a, like a it's not like a demo it's a better quality than a demo but it's a three song tape and then they're doing an LP too it it's really good shit that's sick so that's coming out I'm sure nobody's heard of that band <laughs> but so good unknown bands coming out. <laughs>
0: So, uh, David, since your audio is finally working here, you want to talk about the song that we're going to play here today? Oh, are we
3: going to play that song? (laughs) Yeah, we are. (laughs) (laughs) You might want Larry's permission because I believe it's for his comp.
0: Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah. We can talk about the comp, too. That's fine. There's so much shit I'm putting out. Like, it's hard to keep track. I was going to say, we can, I I think we can let loose some of the info of the four-way. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's really cool. So, I'm doing a comp with Illuminate My Heart Records, which is Matthew from uh, Amitya like True Homie, we're doing a a split seven inch comp where my side, my side is, being a Larry Records bands, his side is Illuminate My Heart bands. And it's like a versus comp kind of thing. And Dave had written a song for this comp and that's what you guys are talking
3: about, I'm assuming? yeah because I, I i don't know why we were talking about you in the podcast i think and i was, was like it? yo check out the song i wrote about larry <laughs> yeah, it's,
0: uh, like, uh, it's like you wrote a song about larry it's a screamo romance right there <laughs>
3: yeah right yeah. i've never had a song that's beautiful thank you dave uh we we should talk about the length too because i think that's funny when you found out about that because oh yes <laughs> so- <laughs>
1: So, um, so obviously it's a, I needed half of the seven inch, right. For the comp. That's a very small record. You can only fit at most like eight, 10 minutes or something. So I asked, so I forgot to ask, I, well, I did ask every single band on my side for like 30 seconds, one minute tops. I forgot to ask Dave and their Not song me. is like Jesse, Jesse. Or so Jesse, Jesse wrote, wrote the song already. Jesse and the song is like three fucking minutes or something. <laughs> Two and a half, I think, yeah. <laughs> Two and a half, so, it's, so it'll be great. It'll be fun, but it's just Greasy. fun. Every other song is 30 seconds. And there's good bands on it, though. There's Eyelet's gonna be on it. Oh, One nice. Dying Wish is gonna be on it. Ooh, and it's all that. exclusive tracks. Uh, yeah. If I can write another song, Peak might be on it. Uh, <laughs> and I forget who else, but it's gonna be fire. It's gonna be good shit.
0: So I, I saw, speaking of a peak there and shows, I saw you guys did a show recently. Yeah. I like, well, I guess it wasn't too recently now. It feels like uh, my timeline right. is all fucked up. The point is, are there any more shows coming up? And what was it like to be back on stage again?
1: It was the best. It wasn't a stage. We played at a, a record store on the floor with, with the crowd. It was amazing, honestly. Uh, we fair. had a whole thing. Like, you had to be vaccinated and all that. This is in June, the show. It was late June. And it was funny because I posted it on a New York City show, you know, Facebook group. Like, you know, hey, guys, New York City show, like, come check it out. And somebody was like, you have to be fucking vaccinated. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, you know, all these crazy anti-vax. Old hardcore kids, I guess, like old hardcore types, like, just went crazy. But the show was amazing. A lot of people came out. It was awesome. It was like the, the fucking best. Best, best. One of the best days of my life, honestly
0: so you got anything booked for the near future? oh yeah
1: sorry so the second half have your question so yeah. uh are there shows in the future october there we are playing a few shows going to a good few good shows like there's a gospel show in the city the gospel's back baby the best screamo band ever in my opinion and yeah, no they're, argument here. they're like they're playing a few shows they've actually they, they leaked me the new album and it's fucking insane it's really like a game changer Again, just like the old album was a game changer. Uh, but we are playing shows, too. We're playing um, Illuminate My Heart Records Fest. They're doing a fest with like us and Fox Tales and some other like local Rhode Island bands in Rhode Island. Uh, and then there's a local show with this other band called Rapture Is Dead. They're like a new emo violence band. I'm putting their demo out. They're really good. The music's on my band camp. It's solid stuff.
0: I'll be checking that out as soon as we're done here.
1: Yeah it's really good. I should have sent you one of the songs. It's a lot like the band Pharoah Rude I'm putting out too. Just like really just like intense. (laughs) Over in three
0: minutes. Got that speed going eh? Yeah. Uh, I wanted to talk about uh, Peak a little more here. Um, The the track Selective (coughs) Hearing Trilogy 2 and 3. There's a riff just after the like two minute mark that gives me these huge 80s metal vibes. It comes out of absolutely nowhere and it just blends in so well with all the other madness. I think what's funny about peak is you guys clearly are just doing whatever the fuck you want and somehow it works like it doesn't you're not fitting the the format or you don't sound like you're playing something that's been overdone too much you know what I'm saying okay so I'm curious what what do you think the writing process is like because I hear a lot of different influences yeah um, for me one of
1: my main reasons I love screamo is just like the pure insanity of it right they're like to me there isn't one thing that is screamo there's like agreed you know who calls so loud is screamo and so is orchid like they're so vastly different from yeah. each other you know so to me like that's my like love of their screamo is how like stupid it can also be and hey, serious at the want. same time you do fucking anything yeah. so that's for us in peak we always do and anytime there's something stupid like an 80s hair metal riff or something like that it's from just like jamming like, you know, while we're, like, messing around, I think the other guitarist, Joe, was playing that, like, chugging riff. And then I started to solo, or he started to solo. We're like, oh, my God, just do it. Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> you know? Like, I figure for a whole album, too, especially. It's, like, eight. I think that's, what was, like, seven or eight songs. Like, nobody. Most people wouldn't listen to the whole thing anyway. So just do whatever you want. You know what I mean? Like, who cares what other people think?
3: I got a question the, on the first track on that split there's that part when everyone stops and then there's like the drum thing whose idea yeah. was that because that that's still my favorite part on the whole the whole split that's fantastic <sighs> i don't know what you're talking about i haven't listened to
1: we by the way we don't even play that we can't even play it anymore because <laughs> we like, changed
3: tuning so i don't even remember uh, it's like halfway two-thirds of the way through total stop drums hit the uh s- like the the sides and stuff there's a whole lot of <laughs> probably me and then you come right back in it's a lot of the
1: songs we write together
3: how
1: how we do it is half the songs we write together half the songs i write by myself you know i'm the guitarist singer guy i guess Mm -hmm. so that song i had written like entirely myself um so probably me like i probably told the drummer what to do but he he has a lot of good ideas too our drummer cooper like he really influences a lot of the songs right on not to take credit from anybody you know so just a lot of weird shit on that, that, uh, split, but it's great, man. It was a great time.
3: I love the apostle side too. It was so good. Yeah. I'm really glad we got to do that. And I like the idea of the two covers and we got the, yeah. the nice variants and all that stuff done of them. So, uh, yeah, the whole thing worked out really well. Yeah.
1: If anybody wants to know the covers for me, was inspired by one of my favorite splits ever, which is capitalist casualties man is the bastard split. It's a power violence, two power balance bands. And instead of just like a front and a back cover, it's two front covers. So it's like a capitalist casualties record on one side and you flip it over and it looks like a Man is the Bastard record,
3: you know? So, yeah. There's the inspiration in that. Cool. Ours was supposed to be the Nouvelle Scura cover and then they didn't want that one. They wanted something more digital. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'll take that one. Thanks, Sean. The first or the second Nouvelle Scura album? Uh, the second one. Oh, that one yeah, super digitized digital oh, yeah. digitized. Yeah. He I guess he thought they something more emo or something. So he was like, here's something. And they were like, nah, Oof. digital manipulation. Yeah. Well they both I think they both look great. Especially, you know, on
1: a twelve inch it looks pops. So, you know, it looks great.
3: Mwah.
0: All right. Welcome back, listeners. Outside of Larry's very busy, busy life doing Screamo, he posts a lot of hilarious, ridiculous memes, uh, some of which oddly attack me personally. You just posted one recently of a man living alone in a small apartment with lots and lots of Screamo vinyl.
1: Yes. That hurt, hurt, man. (laughs) Well, you know, um, I'm a big collector of vinyl, so I'm in a lot of stupid (laughs) Facebook vinyl groups. And if it can somehow make it relate to Supremo, and hurt feelings, I will. I'll do my best.
0: <laughs> you edited that for sure, right?
1: Yeah, I edited. It It was um, from a, something else, like it was like metal vinyl or
0: something. Yeah, yeah. That's what I figured. So we obviously can't talk about Larry Records without also talking about your cats. Yeah, big big partners in the game, right? Big partners in the game.
1: Uh, well, the logo, the cat that was the logo was my cat who passed away. Actually, uh, her name you, was. Yeah. Yeah, so her name was Cannoli. She was like a little kitten, and I love her. But she, she had some kind of kidney disease that, you know, if they're born with it, there's nothing you can do. So we had to put her to sleep. But, like, I always say, like, she still lives, you know, like, within the label and stuff. And then I got another cat who looks just like her. Um, so that's why I'm always posting pictures of a cat that looks very similar. And, you know, she's my best friend, and she ruins everything. She jumps on all the tapes, all the boxes. It's all, it's all covered in black cat hair. If you ever buy anything for me and it's got black hair in it, that's for my cat. She sleeps literally in the box with the, uh, with the shipping boxes.
0: <laughs> yeah, I have to have mine locked in the room right now or she'd be fucking trying to chew the cords and making noise that would be picked up on the, the mic. So,
1: so Yeah, so she, I had to close my door too. She's not in here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, a couple stupid questions. I don't have a whole lot left, but uh, who's your favorite Larry of all time?
1: Who's my favorite Larry? Yeah. Well, being a Jewish Larry myself, it has to be Larry <laughs> David.
0: <laughs>
1: he's the, the social king of all assassin. <laughs> uh, I always used to when I first started the label. I would always post like pictures of Larry David. He's he's a hilarious guy. So definitely him.
0: Yeah, I remember seeing you post those, and I, he's also my favorite Larry. So I had to ask.
1: Well, your second favorite Larry. Well, uh, probably you. No, I'm saying I'm your first fit. He's your second. Favorite. Oh, oh,
0: yeah. No, you're right. Yes. Yeah,
3: <laughs> he was implying that. <laughs> yeah, I had I my answer ready kid. to go. And you, you went and fucked it up. I got that. Yeah, who's your favorite Larry, Dave? That's you. Uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of any other Larrys besides Larry David. Uh Leisure Suit Larry, the video game character. Oh, my Lord. That is he was, old school. He was like a uh, point and click adventure. He was a predator oh. to women. <laughs> Oh, what? yeah, I, I remember. It, it was, was like what? the original sex game for, you yeah. know, the Commodore. Yeah, dude, it was a
1: point-and-click computer game where you were like a total creep.
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you would try to score with women.
0: Come on, yes. seriously? Yep. Swear to God. Wow. Wikipedia
3: that shit, man.
1: Enjoy. Yeah, wow. leisure leisure suit. A leisure suit is like a type of fucking suit.
0: <laughs>
1: His name is Larry. <laughs>
0: so he's he's uh, everyone's least favorite most canceled larry i'm guessing yeah that, yeah <laughs> totally yeah 100
3: percent. i did not weird. have that one lined up <laughs> uh,
0: what, i always gotta ask my uh, guests you know what music do you listen to that could be considered a guilty pleasure by some i mean i listen to a lot of
1: pop music uh, really? to be honest. I listen to a lot of like current pop music. Love like Doja Cat. Love some current trap style rap music. Like designer people like you don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. But it's like really popular chart music that like little kids listen to. Me and Dave will love this. Me and Tim from People's Temple Project saw Katy Perry in concert two years ago.
0: Oh, I saw yeah. Katy Perry in concert. She's and fantastic it, live.
1: It was fucking awesome. Like yeah. I love not to say like female fronted, but like that type of vocal style for like pop music, just fucking
3: hits me, I don't know. I've got a question Uh, about about your label, two questions. Yeah. Uh, And one uh, you have to answer, despite it maybe being not fun to answer. What, although maybe it's really fun to answer, what is your favorite Larry release?
1: Oh, Rob already asked me that. You, we didn't have you. Son of a I gun. Said, I said, uh, like, the coolest band I put out was Spirit of Versailles. Definitely. Okay. They're Fair the enough. fucking best. And my favorite release as far as, like, packaging and colors and stuff was the Apostle Split, just because that made it just so damn beautiful. That label burst. The out of the 50 label burst is like yeah, so-
3: Yeah, when they said they could match the colors, I was like, yes, please. <laughs> yeah, each
1: side <laughs> matches its own color. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's so cool.
3: Hopefully the second question wasn't uh, asked Or I'm just going to run away Uh, What is the uh, release that you didn't get to put out That you're most like, oh man Because I've had some releases, you know Fizzle out or bands break up before stuff happens Or like it didn't get released on your label perhaps Or whatever Oh yeah Which one comes to mind first? Okay
1: (laughs) Definitely has happened to me before Uh, What do you got? I was supposed to put out, I mean, not supposed to, you know, when I say supposed to, it means right. like I spoke to someone in a Facebook message and they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'll think about it or maybe, <laughs> or they say yes and let me talk to the band and they never get yeah, back to me, Yeah, it. Which is fine. Like, I don't blame, you know, judge anybody. These releases are so old most of the time. I wanted to put out Lord Snow's Winterhold, which is oh, like awesome EP, never put on physical release. I messaged them about doing a lathe way back. Like, if you buy my first tape, it says... On it coming soon, more oh, but that didn't happen. Oh, that tape we were supposed to put out, Dave. I love, I wish. Oh, yeah,
3: yeah, under sky so blue offshoot. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That, that, we, that one is gonna be killer
3: is a banger.
1: Uh, that time you messaged me about love lost, not forgotten, and then said <sighs> they, they backed out.
3: Yeah. What, yeah, yeah, dude. He, yeah I've seen that discussed recently in other groups too just like oh yeah that would that would
0: have been huge yeah so,
1: but you know no regrets it's all good
0: oh yeah if so, we're yeah, talking releases what what did you put out that didn't get as much attention as you thought it would?
2: Mm, good question yeah, yeah David
0: for me? Too, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, I hear that cat oh by the way is your cat okay?
3: oh that's my daughter, <laughs> that's <your> daughter. <laughs> it's okay She's That's just dying.
0: Okay. Mine's <laughs> She's actually, she's being good and sleeping. She knows I'm doing a pod. Every time I set up, she wants to fuck with shit. And I'm like, you're going in the room.
1: <laughs> uh, but which one didn't get a lot of her love? Honestly, that Swarm tape I put out. It's by this band, S-W-A-R-R-R-M. And they're a Japanese bands. And I put out their tape. I mean, this is when I first started though. So maybe like it wasn't the right audience because it's kind of like a grindcore screamo release. But dude, it's Insane. Like, it, I tried to send it to you, Rob, and for this podcast, but I had trouble downloading it. There was something uh, something wrong. But it listen to it, man. Like, it is insane. It's called not, Swarm uh, Beginning to Break.
0: They're not on the track list you sent?
1: No, sorry. I couldn't get it. It uh, was something... Right. It was one of the only releases I have where the digital you have to pay for because, you know, the band's from Japan, and they, they asked for some of the money, which is fine.
0: No, but...
1: Sure. Something with the paying of it, I couldn't download it. I don't, don't fucking
0: know. I should mention, uh, just for the record, this is the first episode I've done where the guest has not seen the questions ahead of time, and the guest actually picked the entire track list. Well, actually, I requested like two peak songs, but <laughs> I was like, just give me whatever you want off your your, your label. We'll play whatever. So that's a, nice. that's a new one for us. I would not have
1: picked peak tracks, by the way. If I, if, if I had the
0: choice i figured you wouldn't <laughs> yeah
1: you know it's you know i'm a screamo guy i hate myself like everybody else i don't want to <laughs> i don't want to hear my own fucking bands. <laughs> what about you Dave? what what did you what did you not get to put out? what was your biggest like almost oh. almost but didn't
3: um Man. I guess I guess there'd be three. There would be the Miatej, uh oh my god, what was that band called? Okay, wait, we'll circle back. Uh um there was the Amber uh 12 inch LP that was going to come out, but two days before tracking vocals, the vocalist left the band and oh, the man. band had already recorded all the instrumentals. So I still have this 40 minute, ridiculously amazing, like Amber LP with no vocals. Uh, so that never materialized. And then they reused that material and like reworked it for other stuff. So it's kind of can't even be released in a different sense with other vocalists. Cause they've already reused the songs. Uh, Among Light, that's the band-aid, yes. Among Light is X-Tentacles, and Miatech was going to do a split 7-inch with them, but uh, uh, one of their members just kind of like fizzled out of social media, and uh, they didn't end up recording anything else. Uh, And then there is the Yusuke Tentacles split 7-inch that then turned into a split 10-inch that then turned into a nothing- that then Larry picked up and put it all the use case stuff. But I still have like this eight or 10 minute tentacles track. Um, with they never uh, did anything with it? It, it. They never finished it. It's oh. like 75% done. Um, it's pretty massive. Uh, and you know, there's one more there's tell fear uh, from uh, like I don't know at Weston, Canada, and they had a three-song thing that was supposed to come out. But You know what? I heard that band may have been canceled afterwards because one of the guys was a douche. Mm-hmm. So uh, you could edit that out if you want. Um, <laughs>
0: Do you want me to?
3: I don't care. Okay. Uh, I, I I don't know any. I, I saw it in passing, and I think it was like. And then I like looked for the guy to ask him about it, and he was gone. I was like, "Oh, this is." Fallen away anyway, but I remember really enjoying the release. Um, and then one that didn't get a lot of attention would probably be Tentacles. I think right. I, th- I think it's always Tentacles. It will always be Tentacles. Tentacles. What ambivalence? Amazing.
1: Or yeah, that, did you do yeah. Seven inch?
3: No, no. I was all yeah. I was all over them early. Oh, you know what? I am putting out the discography. So, you're gonna do a discography tape. Uh, the isolation as a form of torture. No, that's now I'm quoting Mattachine. What's the? They had like an EP before the cogito Mori one or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, with three songs, and that thing is ridiculous. And the like demo EP before that is also very good. So, uh, yeah, I'm very stoked to put that out. Hopefully, it'll snag that release more attention because it deserved way more than
0: it got.
1: Yeah, Yo, know, Ambivalence was crazy, man. That album I was. love
0: so that. Yeah.
3: Yeah, like, I got the vinyl
0: too. Fast man, that is some fast shit.
3: Yeah, it's it's very heavy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it,
3: it's heavy screamo for sure.
0: No, no, no.
3: What's your worst release?
1: <laughs> My worst oh, release, <laughs> any Apostles <laughs> of Error release. Ah, it's too easy. Ah, it's too easy. Tell you which release I put together the worst, definitely. Okay, because <laughs> it's pretty funny because it is related to you, Dave. When I first started the label and I did that Meritex. Or Mirage Riot Mutiny, remember that? Yeah. That tape? it was like their final your final songs. Yeah, dude, I, I didn't know what I was doing. Like I was really new at the time. Whoever did the files made it made an O card and didn't tell me. I thought it was a J card, oh. so like I had to squish the files <laughs> and I printed it out and it looked like sh- such shit. And I ended up just giving them away mostly.
3: I don't think I've ever seen one so, yeah, lucky. It was <laughs> yeah, so You're right, yeah. lucky like,
1: Literally I had to like cut it and angle. I didn't know what I was doing I didn't know it was an O-card It, it just like looked weird me.
3: <laughs> That's <laughs> funny I did not know that <laughs> Yeah
1: I only made Remember that was when I first started there was like 10 fucking tapes So I'm pretty sure Like I just gave them away Or back then I was only charging like $4 a tape also So No harm no foul right Sorry <laughs>
0: Hey, Larry, who uh, would you like to see do a reunion show?
1: Man. It,
0: see, there's like two
1: types that I, of reunions I would want to see, right? Like a band that I love that I've seen and a band that I haven't seen. So a band that I've already seen would definitely be Bionavir. They're like my favorite, favorite Screamo band. And then a band I've never seen, like, I don't know, maybe like Off Minor, just because I see Jamie all the time. He's the guitarist of uh, Off Minor and the Singer. And he's just like so good. And I fucking wish. <laughs> they're they're the best, man.
3: Yeah. Amen.
0: So yeah. Cool. Well, I pretty much ransacked my questions list. Um, glad Dave was here for a couple of a couple of new ones I wouldn't have thought of. That's good. But how yeah, you feeling you on the you. fly there, buddy. Yeah. It was
3: good. What are you asking me? I, actually I'm asking Rob.
0: I got yeah, on the on? fly. Sorry? Oh How am I, how am I doing? Oh,
3: on the fly,
0: I got nothing uh, on the fly. Oh man! I already did. I like some of them. I asked that I didn't have written down, but no. oh, okay. So yeah, you, okay. So you, you you've done well. Yes, I've started doing that though. Yeah, you were right. You're like after a while, you'll just start pumping them out without even like, you know. But I don't know. Did I miss any? on my thing here. Hmm.
1: Sounds good. I'll tell you some shit that I'm putting out not on the air.
3: Oh yay.
0: Yeah, we can do that. (laughs) But you already Um, know.
1: What am I saying, Dave? You're putting it out too. I
0: don't don't, though. Fuck. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs)
1: that's true. I forgot you're a person too, Rob. (laughs) And hey, from New York, Screamo, that's number one, baby. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's, uh, here's one that you can slip in because we don't... Uh, Larry and I, the art's being done now and we're just waiting on the very last Vinyl Masters, but we're going to release a uh, four-song, not four-song, four-band, uh, like, previously released EP thing on vinyl. So, like, all the EPs have already come out. Uh, some of them over a year ago uh, and, but we won't expect the vinyl until Jesus Christ <laughs> early 2023 probably yeah. I think it's like 13 or 14 months now I thought it grew it's insane uh, so yeah yeah, it's really bad I'm hoping it's a deterrent like a <laughs> for other labels that the vinyl uh, demand might decrease because <laughs> everyone's just like oh fuck 14 months no one wants to wait that long especially for new releases the hell he's supposed to do but anyway uh i digress so um, yeah so who's
1: on it tell me who's on it it's uh
3: i basically thought about my favorite eps for the last like two years and larry had released three of them so i was like yo i got this thing that i've got cooking and uh, it'd be silly to release it without you so it's uh a paramount i love supremes uh crisis and meditations ep it's uh EP. Uh, oh my God, what's it called? Uh, I, I forget. It's really amazing. They only have one EP, so that one. Uh, it's got Amnesiacs. Uh, only EP. Death will be grand. Yep. Wait, that did, is didn't so you good. No
0: problem, David. I, I got a cassette. Here. I I Braum, I did yeah. for that.
3: Yes, I did for that's the one that Larry did not uh, put out.
0: Okay, so that's that's the EP you're talking about. Because that EP five? Yep. I got
3: that. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's amazing. Uh, uh, without honor and tribute or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, who's the last band? Who's missing? Uh, Army wives. Army wives. The Army wives uh, self titled EP that uh, I released on tape, and then Larry nice. has released on Lathe. Uh, coming up a second time, which is a good plug, I believe, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, it is coming out soon. The Lathe will be out. I forget December, September twenty something.
3: <laughs> and but it's, it's
1: beautiful.
3: <laughs> is it a ten inch again? No, it's a seven inch. It's a seven-inch, but you found a higher quality. You said this one's yeah. Quality, so what right? we did
1: was it's a higher quality presser than the first time, and nice. You know, it was like center labels on the lathe instead of the other one was like clear, and silk screen packaging. Yeah, That's
3: silk screen cover.
1: Yeah, it's it's nice. It's beautiful.
3: That's awesome because that EP fucks. So
1: all exactly those EPs all do.
3: It. So so yeah, so that'll be a long time coming, but. Uh, that's also coming out as well. But uh, in the meantime, pick up that. Oh, what's that lathe limited to? 20?
1: 20? Oh, you 30. Son- 30. For bad, the, okay. <laughs> for bad
3: one
0: and
1: 10.
3: So
2: there's 30. <laughs> Get it to
0: 50. Come on. Dude, wasn't I cost- about this? I said, why do you guys do this? Just to piss people off. You're like, yeah, I'm going to put out like five of those. Because <laughs> fuck <laughs> for me, it's, um For I
1: me, mean. it's, a, it's a money thing, dude. They cause... Yeah. $12, I said in the beginning, but they cost like 12 bucks a piece, the seven inch, you know, it's 57 inches, how much is that? That's like five, it's like $800 or something, right? So it's way too much money. Otherwise, if I did that, if I put out 50 or 60, I would have to put out half the amount of lathes
3: in a year, you know? Um, and, there's a, yeah. economies of scale to that, totally, like, it's essentially like, how many can I sell? And a lot of the time, you know, especially if you're like a newer label, you got to assume it's not very many. Like <laughs> 20 is pretty good uh, in the first like, couple of years if you can sell 20 of something, but it helps to have it limited lower. But uh, once lathes, you get up to, I think, 50 copies, it becomes more economical to do like 100 regular vinyl. Um, but then those are still, you know, if you're looking at a 12 inch, if you're getting jackets and stuff, sometimes that can still be 16,
2: 20 um. bucks.
3: Uh, and then you're stuck with uh, 90
1: copies after 90 exactly. Months. So if you <laughs> if happen. you
3: overshoot, like it, it, it's really hard to like find the right balance. You essentially want to sell, I would say, 75 percent of them in the first week, and then have 25 percent 25 percent in reserves for like a year or two. That's kind of what I I'm trying to do now, and it's really hard. It's hard to hit because you never really know what releases are going to do well for a very it's long a gamble, time. Right? It's,
1: it's literally gambling. Yeah.
3: yeah. There were so many releases, I'm like, this is going to pop. And it sold none, or like three. And then there was releases that I got 30 of, and I'm like, I'm not going to sell these. And they sold in like two weeks. So for a long time, I was kicking myself for always doing the opposite of what I should have done. So having that, uh, we have more options now, because there's the lathes, which helps. And we have uh, cassettes are way easier to do, I feel like. Um, And then you really can do any number you want. And you can still make them for an affordable price like you know 10 bucks or less even if you do 10 or 15 copies
0: yeah of, uh, that's re- a big
3: thing too
0: speaking of releases i just uh what was i just checking out the other day there uh that lower automation band you put out there dave
3: that is correct
0: oh fuck they are so good
3: it's it's unreal They're crazy, um, man. if you have not checked out the live video that dave cullen invested probably four days worth of time into uh you should check out the 10-song live set of that entire album played through. It's on YouTube. Oh, just type in lower automation full set. And uh, nice, I didn't even know that. It's 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 better than just live. Like he edits the shit out of that to the point where it's like a music video on acid for one song. Like it, it, it he keeps stepping up. It's it's so well shot. So kudos, Dave Cullen. Oh, oh, did you talk to Larry about Enzo?
0: No, you can go for oh. it.
3: Oh, th- I, I think that's, that's uh, definitely worth talking about, Larry. How, 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 how did the whole Enzo thing uh, happen? Oh, yeah, Enzo, oh, he's the best. Yeah, so, like, um, that's huge. Enzo
1: you. is like my number two. He's like the Robin to my Batman, I guess. He's the man. Uh, I don't know. Um, how did that work out? Oh, I think probably from putting out his band, Miss Sueños. So, I can't even say it, but M-S-S-D-T-D-A or something is the acronym for it and I was putting it out and he was and I was having trouble designing I'm really bad with graphic design and I was having trouble formatting it for the 7-inch lathe that I did and he was like oh here you go boop done well oh, by the way I'm in the school for graphic design you know he's in college for graphic design so I just like come on. I scooped him up and now he does like all my graphic design stuff all my ridiculous pins posters all that shit I've been putting out lately the t-shirt whatever no i didn't know it's it. all it's all him. Yeah, I got – I mean, people can't see it, but on my hat, I got Piccolo Peak Buttons from Dragon Ball Z. He designed those for me. He's, he's the best.
3: It's a game changer to have someone on your team like that who can – because I got Dave Cullen. And exactly.
1: Once – right, you see it's a huge
3: boost. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's insane. It's, especially uh, Dave it,
1: Cullen. Dave Cullen's the man, right? He does a lot of graphic
3: design,
1: shipping. Like, he's the best.
3: Yeah, yeah. He, he runs the entire U.S. store. He finds bands. He puts in orders. At this point, uh, he does most of the Instagram stuff, and he is a professional video editor. So <laughs> sometimes he's like, "Hey, here's a professional music video for free." That's why that YouTube thing is isn't just a live video. It's like, it's like a twenty minute, uh, it's like a twenty minute like proper music video. It's fucking crazy. That's crazy.
2: Yeah, um, that's but totally yeah,
3: true. I love Enzo, and Enzo's material is also. Uh, top notch, I gotta say. That four-way split. The two songs in that four-way split, I think it's maybe a year ago now. Uh just Yeah. Fantastic. He dominated
1: that split. That's the South America one, right?
3: Yeah. Uh I think so, yes.
1: Yes. Yeah, it was all like South America. I can't pronounce a single one of them. But <laughs> oh
3: then, welcome to Screamo. Yeah, right. It, it, very good. <laughs> what were you gonna say, Rob? Sorry.
0: I called out the Screamo curse though. You never know how the fuck to pronounce the name. <laughs> yeah. Um no I was just gonna say uh actually wanted to ask David off off uh record here. That shit Warren's doing. You involved with some of this new stuff? He's not telling me who he's writing with.
3: Warren of yeah. yeah.
0: Warren? Sammy.
3: Sammy? Oh, uh he's on the incarcia split, actually, which is not a secret. You can put that in there if we put the incarcia stuff in. The uh, so how did that work out? So super quick, uh super quick, relatively quickly, uh, <laughs> we wrote the first song for whatever it was going to be for, and then Jesse sent me three additional songs for almost like in a different recording session, so we'd already finished the first song, and then he sent me these other three songs all together, and I wrote for those, and right when I finished writing for them before I sent them to jesse uh sammy's uh S- sammy released a lot of stuff uh, in the like late 2000s and early 2010s, if you will. Uh, and um, kind of disappeared, had his you know personal life going on and uh, came back in 2021 with the re-release of his older record and released Threatening Costume, which is fucking fantastic, by the way. Uh, so I think it was maybe a week after that came out, uh, this all kind of lined up and I was like, yo, do you want to do vocals? on these three songs. So uh, Sammy has put down vocals on uh, the three songs on the Incarcia split for Apostles of Eris uh, and uh, just fucking nailed it. Like he he said, I said, oh, you can be on a song. Uh, and he did all three and he sent them back. And I, he's like, you can choose which song. And I was like, ah, you're on all three songs now. You're just this. And, and Jesse was like, I don't need to do any vocals on this because all of Sammy's vocals are so good. so. Um, Really soaked in that split. It's really good.
0: So are you riffing on there? Are you playing guitar or what? Me? Yeah. Oh god, no. No,
3: I'd be huh. screaming.
0: Me? Never. Okay. So well, if he's doing the vocals, are you also doing vocals? I'm confused now. So
3: Jesse does everything oh. and then some vocals. And then I do the vocals and like I guess the primary lyric writing. So Jesse fin- sends me finished songs and then okay. I just do vocals. And then I send it back to Jesse. And then he usually adds vocals. Yeah. But in this case, I sent it to Sammy instead of Jesse.
0: Oh, okay, so you're not on the 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 split then.
3: Oh yeah, I still am.
0: Okay, so, so it's me
3: and vocals. Sammy doing vocals with oh. no Jesse vocals. Usually, oh, okay. it's Jesse and myself.
0: Gotcha. Okay, that that's where I was confused. Okay. okay. Bam. Gotcha. gotcha. Glad <laughs> we got that. Sorry, I made down. that a little convoluted. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. And uh, yeah, I guess we'll uh, we'll wrap it up there. Uh, Larry, thanks for, for doing some press. Um. Yeah, thanks
1: for having <laughs> me on this lovely Rosh Hashanah day, too. It's a
2: holiday. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, I'm
0: glad you finally did this, man. I know you don't, uh, he's like, I don't do press. I'm like, we're not press, but. No, nah,
3: this, is, this is just having a chat with
0: screamo people. It
1: yeah. was actually fun.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm glad, so, I'm glad uh, you said that. That's, that's really what I hope to hear from every guest that I do have on. Yeah,
1: dude, I do it anytime anytime oh, i want to go on dave's podcast Next i was gonna to say
3: play. okay so that that's definitely a go okay well we'll set that up soon but we'll give this one some time to breathe at least like a month or so yeah you gotta uh, give
1: rob some some of that credit come on you go you first for a
3: while
1: <laughs> nobody will know but i'll say i'll say my only interview ever <laughs> yeah and then in yeah. a month we'll do another one. yeah
0: <laughs> yeah this is your only uh this is this your is, only press you've done eh that is very yeah. cool that's very cool i'm very grateful for it uh you got any last words, causes, plugs, shout outs, anything you want uh, to talk about? And then we'll play a little outro track.
1: I don't know, man. Put me on the spot. No, I'm good. <laughs> <Not Just laughs> love you guys. I got a big shout out for ZBR. They're the best. Number one label in the game, okay. for sure.
3: For how, so how
1: many years, Dave? How many years has it been?
3: Uh, You've I been just, out forever, dude. Just hit eight, I think. Eight years in the game. Crush it it didn't seem like much. And then I hit seven and I was like, that's kind of a long time. And then eight's closer to a decade. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's, that's a pretty long time. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's fun to see it increasing for not just myself, but like Larry records and illuminate. Like I see you guys sell out of stuff.
1: Yeah. Pretty it... quick
3: which is it's not how it man. used to be. it's, uh, it's nice. <laughs>
1: yeah. And there are the good, yeah, there's a couple of cool labels. I like to give a shout out Then oh, Luminate so Heart Records, No Funeral Records is the best. Uh, Gene Seen Creamer's worst name in the game, but definitely the best man in the game. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> I love that, man. I
1: used to, I, I don't know, Nolan had a label. Uh, hey, Cloud Nine. Cloud Nine. No, useless plastic toys or some shit. He's got oh, a newer, newer label. One. Oh, the one. He's newer, got a newer one. It's mostly slow course stuff or whatever. Friendly Otter used to be my favorite label. Oh. Big inspiration girl getting, when I first got started. He only he puts out new tapes, but he's the best. Yeah, they went on tour with us. Alan came with us on tour one time. Great guy. Uh, I know most of his labels are broken up. I love Middleman Records. Huge, huge inspiration. Sean still helps me. He uh, They print out all my buttons. Sean makes... Uh, silk screen shit for me all the time. Anytime I do a silk screen wrap around a record, Sean does all of it, they're the best. So,
3: especially at a time at this time, uh, it's probably good for everyone to go check out Middleman too because Sean's in the process of uh moving and stuff and could certainly use the support. So, yeah, yeah, they've been around, yeah, heard they they've been around forever. For-
1: they didn't move, like, in a positive note. Like, they're right, no. they're getting kicked out or something. So, definitely. Yeah, it was mouth. sold. They got a huge yeah. sale right now. They're selling records for, like, a fucking dollar.
3: Yeah. So, definitely, definitely go head over there and support Sean and his family. That's, uh, that's a big one. Definitely. Definitely. For sure.
1: So, that's about it. You know, I love you guys. This has been great, man. Thank you. I'm gonna Thanks go for having me on as well. And hamburgers and <laughs> hot dogs after
3: this.
0: <laughs>
3: Have some bagels. Have some bagels. <laughs> bagels. Have some bagels. Bagel
0: bagel bagel you, bagel, call bagels. bagel
3: you call them bagels <laughs> i'm
1: glad
0: and, he's on and, our and side. tour
2: I'm
3: gonna go on tour <laughs> <laughs> on tour
1: tour <laughs> right, back. i'll catch you later all right <laughs> <laughs> love you buddy later take it easy you, man. Man. thank you thank you see you later dave see you later rob see
2: ya.